Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler. Draw Play Dave Rapocio. With me, as always, is my co-host, also a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler, Sam Grezis. This might be one of the, this is one of the few, I think I, I've got like a running tally in my head, uh, and I can, I can do this from memory, of the number of times where you've complimented me with the intro. Versus the number of times you've insulted me with the intro. So I think this brings the compliments up to an even five out of the, what, this is episode 50. I think this is episode 56 or seven. It might be episode, it might even be episode 58. Dang. Well, all right. So, so nice, nice, even five there. So I, I appreciate that. Although it's not very much of a compliment. Fucking Brock Osweiler. See, we've said it before to, to be able to live his life where you can be bad at the thing you've chosen, the bad at the thing you love, and yet still make mad bank for it. He's He really is just living... Is he the highest paid quarterback for being absolutely worthless that has ever existed? The, the ratio? Oh, God. I He can't be... He can't be number one, can he? Uh, from skill level to actual payment, he might be. It can't be... Well, so if we're talking about ratios, right... Jay Cutler might have him beat just not 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 that Jay Cutler was a bad quarterback but just because he was paid so much Cutler was paid a lot but he had flashes of being pretty good at times I don't I think Jay Cutler is closer to what his worth was and also the Bears paid him a fair amount because the Bears didn't have any better options at the time so they were sort they, they were kind of in the the sort of like Andy Dalton Ryan Tannehill scenario where I mean you've got a guy that's just good enough that if you let him go there's pretty low chance you won't find something better on the market unless and you take a big risk. Sure. So I think Cutler makes sense whereas uh Brock Osweiler God. 72 million dollars for nothing fucking dollars for nothing for just being a for for being a person that they put there. Is he's the he's the Oscar seat filler of NFL quarterbacks. He is he is he is a flesh bag that they can trot out at quarterback. But we'll get to this. Dear oh yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get we'll, to this. We'll, we've we've got some some fun for you. We're in the heart of the off season right now, and there's nothing happening. So as usual, here's my generic opening. Oh, nothing happened this week that I've been saying for probably the past twenty episodes. <laughs> Yeah, a few yeah. a few things happened. Let's start with probably the biggest news, which is the Madden cover was decided, and you know how depressing it is when the Madden cover is probably the biggest news of the week. Who got the Madden cover, Sam? It was Tom fucking Brady. No, you, you didn't say it right. You got you got to say it with dick. Tom Tom fucking Brady. No, you still didn't say it right. You got to say it like an announcer does. Tom Brady. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh Brady. Yeah, oh, oh, my God. Oh. Just in case you were worried the circle jerk wouldn't continue, this is called the goat edition. I, I was wondering if you would if you had seen that. Also, uh, God. Can I, can I say something for a minute? When in Please. popular culture did we start referring, using the word goat, to refer to greatest of all time instead of the scapegoat. Because back right. when I was a kid, when you called someone a goat, that meant they're the problem. They're the reason everyone lost. And it has somehow flipped 
to the complete opposite term. And I I don't know how this came about. And I don't I, like I mean, it. People had been using that for a while. I think that what happened is people stopped using the term goat in uh, common parlance to refer to people that cost people a, a game. Like you're the goat or whatever. And then that opened up the door for lang- language. Language is an evolving thing. I'm using my NPR voice right now. Language is an evolving thing. And meaning can be transferred and, and, and changed over the years. As slang changes over the years as well. And it's my opinion that with the acronym and the word GOAT, this is exactly what happened. It is, it's no different than, than perhaps the word bay or the word lit or any of the other... See, uh, Sam, this is where have... I will disagree with you because I don't believe that bay was ever an actual word. Oh, well, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Bay, bay didn't have really another meaning before it. I'm glad Bay is Can't. done. It had a, it had a good run for about a year, and nobody uses it anymore. And thank God, because I hated it. The reason that is is because, like what happens with every piece of slang, white people ruined it. But just like on Fleek, as soon as 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 soon as we knew that that was a phrase, no one said it anymore because it was instantly not like. It's not for us, you know? It's amazing like, how it's... quickly phrases burn out with the internet era. Yeah. They, they yep. burn out so quickly. It's astounding. Remember when we were kids and we would do things like, say, Epic? Remember Epic? Epic is still around, but it's just... People... The thing is, is when whenever someone uses the word Epic, you don't ever want to talk to them. At, at this point, Epic is, has reached the grandmother crowd where grandmothers yeah. are aware of it. And by, yeah. by the time, that's about 10 years after any sort of popular saying has reached its peak is when it hits well, the grandma crowd. If you if you really want to get a deep dive into our childhoods, I mean, you want to talk about leet speak. Oh, thank goodness. You, re- you remember that oh, shit, dude? Oh, speak was I, worse. Oh. Listen, I used it too. I used it too because I, I was. I a never used it because I wasn't kid, that bad. Yeah, I mean, I was. Shoot, man. <laughs> I never used. I'll, I'll admit to it. Although I think leet speak right kind away. of evolved in its own way into text speak. Uh, I think it. Yeah, I think it, yeah. You can draw a line, probably. Te- like leet speak, and then combined with AOL Instant Messenger talk sort of combined yeah. into what we have text speak now, which eventually turned into emojis, which I makes me regret everything. Remember when we uh, had to make I our mean, own emojis out of, you know, things on the keyboard? Yeah. Like a colon and then a that. slash. Yeah, they do. But it they also don't meaning there. I'm not I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not one of those people that are like emojis are dumb, but are it's a different it's a different it's a different manner of speech. It's a different slang. Sam. You know, and, and meaning can be conferred Sam, differently from that. I, I, before you fully commit to this thought, I do want to remind you that they're making an emoji movie. Uh, yes, listen. That's not... That's If not you don't think emojis are fault. dead by now when they're making an animated emoji movie and the main character is like the smug face and the poo emoji is an actual character... 
I, I, if you don't no, think emojis listen, are done, that, that's that's white people ruined it levels. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. I I I agree. I'm just saying, don't hold emoji accountable for for the sins of man. Okay. How about that? How about that for your ass? <laughs> emoji is just a sin of man. It's one of our many sins. Here, here's the thing: is 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 the sin? If we're if we're gonna talk about sin, man, is the sin contained in the apple or was was the sin in eating the apple was the sin the act of eating the apple the sin the sin was making the apple to begin with it's your fault (laughs) god (laughs) oh shit going in on god this week unintentional sounding no i would have eaten the apple if the apple didn't exist thanks a lot god setting us up to fail idiot (laughs) get owned God. Let's bring this back to Tom Brady's terrible Madden cover. Yeah, I, I, I do. I will say, as, as much as I, I will, I will argue for the, the, the legitimacy of the new slang, the fucking goat edition, fucking really. That's it. Oh, the circle jerk is very, very strong. That's, that's the thing, man. That's my problem with it. You know what's Fuck. really funny? I was thinking about it the other day. And despite having five rings, Tom Brady is not the most memorable part of any of his Super Bowls. Nope. The first Super Bowl, the most memorable part. But no, no, let's go over this Super Bowl by Super Bowl. Tom Brady's Uh first Uh Super Bowl against the Rams. The most notable part of that Super Bowl is Adam Vinatieri's kick. That's the part everyone remembers. And honestly, the most important play of that game, besides the kick, was probably the interception pick six. That because the defense really shut down the Rams so it was Brady wasn't all that great in that Super Bowl and it gets it gets lost now because he's really good now but he really wasn't very good in that Super Bowl yeah he was was perfectly mediocre adequate the defense won that game the second Super Bowl the Carolina Panthers Super Bowl the most memorable thing about that Super Bowl was Janet Jackson's boob (laughs) oh Jesus Yeah, that would have been that Super Bowl, wouldn't it? Yep. I, I totally, I totally forgot about Sam. That where were you incident. when you saw Janet Jackson's boob? Oh man, I, I can, I actually remember this. This is very much like a. Oh yeah, this, this is my JFK was shot moment. I was gonna say, yeah, absolutely. It's like I, I feel bad comparing it to like nine eleven because I mean, I honestly might even remember this better than my nine eleven story. I, uh, yeah, no, I was I, I was in uh, my parents' house at on Parkston Road in in Bethesda, Maryland, back when we still lived there, and we had our cousins over uh, from Baltimore uh, to come and watch the Super Bowl. They had their very young. I don't know how old he was at the time, but it couldn't have been more than two years old son with with them just watching watching the game and we were all huddled around like this glass table eating like fritos scoops and dip and then justin timberlake rips janet jackson's boob cover thing off and everyone's just like what and then everyone laughed it was really good it was a good moment i remember this very distinctly i was watching the super bowl my sister was really young at the time i she probably would have been like three, three or four at that age. And she was kind of sick. My dad had already given up on the game and was in the dining room doing 
dad stuff, like work or something, whatever. He, 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 had, he had stopped giving a shit. Rachel, my sister, was sick, and she started throwing up up in the bathroom, and my mom went to go take care of her. So I was the only one in the room when the halftime show was happening. And I remember watching the whole time being like, I don't care about Justin Timberlake or Janet Jackson. I never had. This is lame. What? I wasn't really paying attention. All of a sudden, I saw him, like, grab her and remove the breastplate. And, and it was a plate, wasn't it? It, it, it was, like, it, it was, like, it was like a removable plate. And all I remember seeing was the shiny reflection from the ring thing. And for, like, the next ten minutes, I'm standing there, I'm sitting on my floor, like, did I see a boob? (laughs) How could it have been a boob if it was shiny? Was it a boob, or was it just, like, a trick of the light? Because it was shiny, but it looked like a boob. I don't understand. And it wasn't until the next day, when everyone else saw the boob, that we were, it was truly confirmed that I had seen the boob. I will say, if you go, if you go back and watch that, uh watch that halftime show it holds up like it was a good halftime show well one part of it doesn't hold up because it was removable uh, oh yeah sure sure <laughs> not much not much support there i still i mean not to like hot takes from from you know the 2000s but how the fuck how the fuck did they get away with calling it a wardrobe malfunction or I guess did they? Uh, they I don't they know didn't. They, got away they didn't. That. It became okay, a joke. I don't know. That it was okay. it was the equivalent of them trying to come up with a press release and everyone just they, like it was a meme before memes were really a thing. It wardrobe malfunction. I remember that because nobody bought it. Oh, that was a wardrobe malfunction. It was ridiculous. He straight up grabbed her boob and ripped the plate off. It was completely obvious that it was intentional. Even to my kid, who I was. My kid self, I was like, I'm not sure if I saw a boob, but that was definitely intentional. Right. Yes. Well, because it was it was on the line, I'm going to have you naked by the end of the song. I didn't even know the lyrics because I didn't care about Justin Timberlake or Janet Jackson. I wasn't paying attention to what they were saying. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know about the whole line thing. But when I heard that that was the line that he says when he rips it off, I'm like, well, th- uh, confirmed. Illuminati confirmed. Boom. Half-Life 3 confirmed. Boob. <laughs> what a great, what a great halftime show moment, man. That That's up there with Prince jacking off his guitar. I think the wardrobe malfunction is probably the most memorable single moment of any halftime show. Hand, hands down. Hands on, you could say. I, I think you could make the argument that that is the best individual, like the most memorable individual moment of any Super Bowl. I, I don't know. I, listen, man, I, don't I know think you could make that. that argument. I think you could probably stick it in the top 10. But I don't know if that's the top, a top, the top moment of every Super Bowl. Do you, I will say, I'm going to say have... like wide right. Wide right is going to be big. Do you have a clear memory, like, of of a moment like that, like you do the Janet Jackson boob thing? Because I want I want to be on your side with this, right? I want to be like I want to be like, oh no, a football thing is more um, memorable. Things and I'm that I going back in my head, I don't remember have... really, really loving um, the one yard short. I distinctly remember one yard short uh, Rams Titans. Because yeah, that well, that was oh, that blew God, my yeah. one yard short. Um, Devin Hester's kickoff return against the Colts. 
the very opening kick, I distinct like that brings back strong memories. I almost okay. feel like everything from the the 2007-2011 Super Bowls is cheating because I'm a Giants fan. Honestly, the the one mem the one memory I have from the 2007 Super Bowl actually isn't the helmet catch. It's after the Giants scored the go ahead touchdown on second down. Tom Brady got sacked so hard by Jay Alford, who didn't do shit on our team at all <laughs> except for this one damn play. It was second down. He goes back, and Jay Alford just runs right up the middle. He's a massive DT rookie, and he just slams Brady, and he sacks him like five yards in the air backwards, and it was so good. Damn. All right. Out um outside that, I wasn't really old enough to really appreciate anything before probably the Rams Titans Super Bowl. That was I only watched like the first half. I was only allowed to watch the first half of games when I was a kid. That, that, I think there's more memorable moments in in terms of the sport. But yeah, Jan Jackson's boob is top 10. Yeah, like, get us, get at us on Twitter. Like, uh, usually when I say get at us on Twitter about this, I'm kind of like being... Where were you when you saw Janet Jackson's boob? Tell us your Janet Jackson's boob story. Please, please. I would I would love to hear it. And if we got good ones, I like, I'm happy sharing them next week if if you guys were I think I'm going to make a comic out of this because I think yeah. this is really this is actually a great idea. Jan, where it's a were, universal thing. Where mm-hmm. were you? Everyone remembers where they were when they saw Janet yep. Jackson's boob. It might have been one of the most viewed boobs in history. Wow, that's that's a better question. I don't think so. I it, think in I a mean, single I think moment. Marilyn I think Marilyn Monroe Maybe single um live boob. Not Something you, you can know, look like up at any time, boob. but how many people saw the boob at the same time? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, probably. With all the people that watch a Super Bowl, all the people that were watching that Super Bowl, that was a lot of eyes on the same boob all at once. Yeah, yeah, right, right. The, the 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 like same right boob it was the right boob wasn't it i don't um i think it was the no, right i think boob. it was actually the left boob because didn't he reach i think he reached over her but i can't over her quite i think it might have been the right boob because i think he okay. was on her left and reached across her chest and pulled it i think it was the right boob you know what i'm gonna look it up right now <laughs> do it to it i'm do just it gonna to i am going to type in janet jackson boob into Google. Okay. Let's we go. let's see what happens and make my search history a little more interesting. It was the right boob. Was the I right was boob. correct. Nice, nice, nice. And I was right before I. Um, you were right, myself. boob. Uh huh. Yeah. No. It's please tell us your Janet Jackson boob stories, and also if you have, if that is your most memorable Super Bowl moment, like I've just kind of realized it is for me. Tell us, and if if not. I'd be interested to to hear what you what is a more memorable Super Bowl moment uh, for you. So let's bring this back to where we were before Jay Jackson's boob and Tom yeah. Brady. So that was the, the most memorable moment of the Carolina Panthers. Tom Brady Super Bowl was oh, right. Janet Jackson's <laughs> boob. If you're talking purely football, I would say it's probably John Carney shanking the kickoff for the final drive, and then Adam Vinatieri doing another kick. Mm-hmm. For the Patriots versus Eagles Super Bowl, which I think is probably the most forgettable Patriots Super Bowl, despite it being a pretty good game, I think what most people remember about that game is Donovan McNabb apparently throwing up in the huddle 
That's the only thing yeah, anyone oh, ever yeah. talks about from that game about is that, that. Yeah, Donovan that McNabb sure. possibly threw up in the huddle. No one talks about the rest of that game. No one talks about any of it except Donovan McNabb possibly threw up in the huddle. Uh, 2007, obviously, Patriots lost. So they're not going to be the most memorable part of that game. The most memorable part of that game is right. the helmet catch. 2011, Patriots lost again. That's a little bit more interesting. I, I would say probably the Manningham catch is the one that remembers is remembered from that game because it was kind of like a direct-to-DVD sequel of 2007. Sure, uh, sure. I Other things from that game that are probably remembered is Chase Blackburn's interception over Gronk and maybe Ahmad Bradshaw's funniest game-winning touchdown ever when he turns around and does a sit. That is a game-winning touchdown in the <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl. That is a Super Bowl-winning touchdown is Ahmad Bradshaw trying to turn around and doing an awkward plop into the end zone. I still love that fact. It was good, yeah. And yes. then Patriots versus Seattle, the most memorable play of that game, was a Patriots defensive play. Mm -hmm. Malcolm Butler. Tom Brady didn't intercept that no, ball. Tom, Malcolm Butler did. Tom Brady had nothing to do with that. Matter of fact, like, he, he, like, he, they needed that to win, right? So Tom Brady didn't do enough. No, is, he, is, he did is, not do yeah. enough. And then the most recent Super Bowl, I, it's hard to tell what's going to be remembered most because at this point, I think all that is remembered is the 25-point lead being shanked. It's a general thing. Yeah. It's 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 the general concept of the Falcons choking. And you can also well they, there is also bigger plays on on the Falcons end that are that will be remembered from that game. Well, I mean, you know there was I mean? the the Julian Edelman catch, but that wasn't Tom Brady. Tom well, Brady had a terrible yeah. fucking throw that was almost intercepted and then Edelman managed to miraculously catch it off the one guy's arm. Mhm. Mm so, Tom Brady had nothing to do with that shit. I think Ultimately, now that we're far removed from the game, I kind of enjoy the fact that the most everyone talks about that game was the Falcons choked. Not that Brady came back to right. win, was that the Falcons choked. Because that's what happened. The Falcons choked. All right. That was pretty much the biggest news of the week. Second biggest news of the week is that someone decided that Blaine Gabbert still deserves money. Arizona Cardinals signed Blaine Gabbert to compete with Drew Stanton to find out who's going to uh, play quarterback once Carson Palmer gets turned into dust around week six-ish. No. And hey, guess guess who still doesn't have a job? Colin. Yeah, fucking listen, we we have, we have not talked about this for a while and it's because I think a lot of people forgot uh, that he didn't have a job after like for a few weeks after the uh, the draft. But like I, there's no, you can't, the arguments that there are, that there are better quarterbacks to be taken is now null and void, I think. That now that, uh, now that Blaine Gabbert has a job. Any, any job that Blaine Gabbert can do, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick will is be able clearly to good enough to back up Carson Palmer on the Cardinals. He's probably yeah, better Jesus. than both the options that are currently backups for Carson Palmer yep. on the yep. 49ers. Yep. Kaepernick needs a job. He deserves to have a job. The fact that he doesn't have a job, anyone who thinks that there's no sort of blackballing or racism or anything, there's there's some stuff there. there there's some shit there, yeah. Hopefully, and I, I was talking with Dave about this before the podcast started, uh, there was news that kind of, it didn't make many waves, but I think I think it's kind of important. P 
Pete Carroll actually in a media like interview or something. He said that he was interested in bringing on both Colin Kaepernick and RG3 to be backup quarterbacks on the Seahawks, which I, you know, I'm I'm for that. So hopefully by this time next week, Cap has a job. Dude, hopefully, that's the one thing that's uh, that's obsolete by the time the podcast goes up. How nice would that be? It'd be nice for us to be so pessimistic and then we're wrong in a good way. In a good way. For fucking once, please. <laughs> Football gods, maybe. Probably not. What's going to happen is they're going to reveal that Janet Jackson's boob was never actually the boob. Oh, fucking, what? <laughs> I don't know. It was like a prosthetic or something? It was God a prosthetic damn, no. boob the whole time, well, and they fucking, just decided to reveal no, that fact no. now. Please, no. No. Don't ruin our young teenage dreams. We saw Janet Jackson's boob, <laughs> uh, and it was weird, because it was, it was weird. like, it was, really it was weird. like awkwardly oh. tucked into the corset thing and had a weird jewel on it, but it was still a boob. None of us were ready for it. No the, one was ready the other for it. Thing. No that, one was ready for it. That was surprise it. boob. Yep. Yep. I none of us had any time to prepare. There was that quick reach over and and then it was just out. It was over and, uh, before you could really sort of understand what had happened. Yeah. Yep. So there's really no other uh real news. Uh one little tidbit, Antonio Cromartie is about to have his fourteenth kid. Yeah. Can well, I ask listen. you something? If you have 14 kids, can you really love them all the same? No. Even no, if Cromartie's kids were all by the same woman, which they're not. Even Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is going to have has 8 kids now. D- does he really love them all the same? Can he really spend as much time with all of them at equally? No. At what at what point are you basically doing your kids a disservice by having too many? That's that's fair, but at the same time, you can't stop at 13. If you have 13, what's really, what's the difference in just having one more and not having 13 kids? Not that I'm, not that I'm superstitious. Not Maybe that I'm he's trying to hedge his bets and make, he's trying to make an entire football team and he knows he's going to need some backups. Uh, yeah, uh, that's fair. That's fair. Or maybe he's on his way to 22 players so he can field an entire offense and defense at the same time. I will say, so... He's got, yeah, well, now he's got a full, like, he's got a full soccer team, pretty much. He's got, he's got all 11, and then more than enough subs, so he could, he could play a full game. He's got, he's got. He's got a completely stacked basketball team, for sure. Oh, that's true. That's true. He has, he is well on the way to having a full basketball team. He's got, like, trade bait basketball team levels of (laughs) of roster filling. He's got a full baseball team, although I don't know if he has a yep. full starting rotation of pitchers with no, him. No, no, he, I mean, the the bullpen will probably be doing some overtime there on the, on the Cromarties. It's not a good baseball team, Ned. Sorry. The Cromarties. <laughs> the San Antonio Cromarties. Uh, Come on. <laughs> there was, there it was, there was. There was the better version of the bad joke that I just told. Thank you, Dave. No problem. That, he should actually do it. He should move to San Antonio, create a baseball team with his kids, and call with it the San Antonio Cromarties. San Antonio Cromarties. I would, I would appreciate the hell out of that. Uh, let's bring it back to Brock Osweiler. Okay. I'm down. So we were talking about Brock Osweiler a little bit earlier today and how bad he is. 
Well, he's pretty bad. He's he's real bad. We we got into a discussion. We were having a little bit of trouble on what to rank this week. Um, also, this is a call for listeners to please give us more ranking ideas. Yeah, yeah, especially mundane things. I love. I we love ranking mundane things. Yeah, so please give us more things to rank that you would like to hear in the future because I think we've exhausted our initial question list. But this week we decided. What should we rank? Should we rank, oh, I don't know, nicknames or things? Nah, it, it's, it was an okay idea. Let's rank things that are better at quarterback than Brock Osweiler. Let's get the obvious out of the way. This could be pretty much everything. Yeah, right. So so I hope you guys are prepared for our 173,472 part series where we just list off things that are better at quarterback than Brock Osweiler. Uh, intentional sounding is on indefinite hold until we finish. Just kidding. We both have 20 things. And yeah. I think this is funny because I have no idea what you wrote down. You have no idea what I wrote down. I'm really nope. curious if we're going to have at least a single overlap. I don't think we will. I doubt it. I doubt we will, but I'm curious. So Sam, let's start off with something you think is better than Brock Osweiler at quarterback. Okay. Okay. Well, so so I'm going to go for the one that everyone thinks I'm going to put down first. And it's Brock from Pokemon because he is a uh, he is a strong leader. He is calm under pressure except for when there's cute girls nearby. I don't know about his his throwing abilities personally, but I know Geodude and Onix can both learn rock throw. So I think that 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 I think translate. Rock could be a pretty good quarterback. He has to throw the poke balls into the arena. That's so true. That's, that's, that's very so, true. So, yeah, so, he's so he's got some practice there, you know? He's, he's got to have he's got to have at least a bit of an arm, which again, we're, it's a low bar to clear here. My first pick is a literal howitzer. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, all right. A howitzer would be an awesome quarterback. It would just, I mean, it would always go deep. It would be the mechanical version of Rex Grossman. It would be amazing to watch a howitzer play quarterback. It would literally be incapable of not going deep. Now, How would you tackle a howitzer? I mean, answer me that. You can't sack a howitzer. It's hard metal. You're just going to throw yourself at it and bounce off. My only question here is what if, what if... Brock Osweiler is manning it. Oh no! Like I'm, I'm. I, this is this is not me. This is not a leading question. I'm just like, hmm. should should we move on before you we should move start on. thinking about this we, too we much and break on. your brain? All right. What, what all is right. your that, next thing that is better at quarterback than Brock Osweiler? Uh oh oh yeah, my buddy Wade. Uh, my the the whitewater rafting guide that we had when we when we had a family trip whitewater rafting in West Virginia. He showed great leadership skills when he told us all to lean hard to the left. I have Tom Brady, but <laughs> you didn't have you didn't have Wade, my whitewater rafting no. guide. <laughs> no, I have Tom Brady, but if you cut him in half, duplicated his left side so that it was only Tom Brady's non-dominant hand. Oh jeez. It's and, Tom and, Brady duplicated mirrored on his right, dominant you, you side. Do, you you get him in uh in Photoshop. So he has literally two left feet. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. Like honestly, probably. If that Tom like, Brady could... wins a Super Bowl, you know what? He's he'd be the goat. If if left Brady 
wins the Super Bowl, he'd be the GOAT. Sam, what is something that is better at quarterback than Brock Osweiler? Uh, Miss Chisholm, my fourth grade teacher. Uh, <laughs> she was really, she's serious. Listen, listen, she was, she was older. She was older. I think when, when I was in her class, she, she was about uh, 50 or 60. Uh, so she's probably getting up there there now, but God, she was a tough cookie, man. She came down hard on us, and you wouldn't you wouldn't think it, but she was pretty fast. If any of us were slacking off or or whatever when we weren't supposed to be, you would like look up, and she would be right there next to you and yell at you for reading your Wayside School Is Falling Down book while you're supposed to be studying uh, spelling. So I think that uh, I think that she'd be a little bit shiftier. Definitely still has the leadership skills uh, to keep her teammates in line. Definitely would be a good figure for rookies to look up to as well. For the next thing that is better at quarterback than Brock Osweiler, I have Larry Fitzgerald's butt. Oh God, please! please. Not 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 the entirety of Larry Fitzgerald, just his butt. Just his butt. Oh my God. Are you so here's here's the question. Are you imagining like a little animated Larry Fitzgerald's butt that cartoonishly grew arms and legs and maybe wore wears top? No, hat? I'm just straight up imagining his butt on the ground as if he laughed his ass off. Yeah, okay. And well, maybe he holds the ball between the cheeks and propels it and with farts uh, it out. Yeah. Farts it out or just incredible butt muscle power because oh, have you seen Larry Fitzgerald's this... butt? It is incredible. Does a little squeezy squeeze. I got you. Fair. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. You squeeze it real hard and it pinches it and then does like the pinch pop or, you know, you know what I'm talking about. This is a this is another thing that you you presumably could try in real life just with uh, Larry Fitzgerald bending over. And I will say watching the center snap the ball into Larry Fitzgerald's ass. <laughs> that would probably be the number one uh, Super Bowl moment of all time. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was going to describe what that would be, and I I couldn't come up with any words. <laughs> uh, oh, next, next I have Morrissey, a uh, famous uh, singer from The Smiths, uh, who famously also does not like meat products or anything made with meat. He probably finds the sport of football uh, disgusting and barbaric. However, however... If he were put on the field and forced to do it, he'd want that pigskin out of his hands as fast and as hard as possible. So maybe maybe not so much in terms of accuracy, but man, I bet he could throw that ball down the field. I, I agree with that. I think that would be true. The next thing that we think is a better quarterback than Rock Osweiler, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Like, and we're like talking now, like the no, dead one. No, we'll, we'll we'll be generous and we'll say okay. <laughs> e- e- end of his life, sort of Franklin Delano uh, Roosevelt. Sure. Okay, and, okay. You know, wheelchair ridden, yeah, uh, fireside polio. chat, polio. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. That dude, he had some heart. He had some moxie. True. He he was a leader. Yeah. He is an underrated, better quarterback than Brock Osweiler. Sure, de- definitely. His his. His leadership intangibles are off the charts. The dude was an incredible leader for mm-hmm. twice as long as any other president. He was yep. unbelievably good at his job. Um, very, he very was very true. good at initiating aerial offensives. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. He wasn't quite as good with the deep bombs as his successor, Harry Truman, oh, but he was still Dave. an excellent... <laughs> I'm sorry. 
No, don't don't apologize. <laughs> that was really good. Franklin Delano suffered the worst loss of his career at Pearl Harbor, and he just went on a tear after <laughs> oh, that. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. Undefeated afterwards, except for from the polio. Yeah. Um, yeah, next next I have Nicholas Landon Jacobson. Who is that? I was I was going to let that pregnant pause sit until you asked me that question. Uh, he is the captain of the Denmark handball team. And... Uh, <laughs> And they actually won the gold medal at uh, the Rio Olympic Summer Games back in 2016. So he he would not only be a better quarterback than than Brock Osweiler, he would probably be a much better quarterback than Brock Osweiler, and also probably most of the people on on my list. Uh, a, a lot of the skills would probably transfer. Uh, handball is you you do throw balls in handball at a goal. It's pretty much like water polo, except you. You play it not in water. So you got to have a little bit of toughness to do it as well. You know who I would sign instead of Nicholas Landing Jacobson? Who? Who you got? Uh, immediately post-kneecapped Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, Jesus. Dude, how did we both do our Olympians in <laughs> the same one? Fuck yeah! All right, <laughs> shoot, let's go. Nancy Kerrigan, she had she had a lot. She was really good, even when she got taken out by Tanya Harding's That's goon. That's true. She she fought back to deliver an excellent performance and go down in history as an excellent figure skater. I think she would be an excellent quarterback. She Tanya showed Harding how to come back be from truly difficult circumstances. It's it's inspiring. If you kneecapped Brock Osweiler, he'd just be even worse. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There would be no comeback story. There'd be no comeback. There. Next, I have either one of the uh, the robots from Daft Punk. Or the <laughs> robots. Uh, either one of the Daft Punk robots. They're, they're, and, this is, and this is when I rattle off a bunch of funny jokes that involve the titles of Daft Punk songs. Like, he... If you want him to win, he won't just win a game. He'll win one more time. And uh, you know he'll, he'll be, they'll be a good quarterbacks because they can play harder, better, faster, stronger than anyone else on the field. And they pl- you know they play good on the road because around the world. Hooray. Face to face. Short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> The next individual I have that is better at quarterback than Brock Osweiler is Ensign Harry Kim from Star Trek Voyager. Oh, okay. I was I was going to be like, what? which uh, series is that? All right. All right. I don't know anything about Harry Kim, seriously. So If you don't know anything about Star Trek Voyager, um, first off, congratulations. Star Trek Voyager is crap. Number two, the most worthless character on Star Trek Voyager is Ensign Harry Kim. He is a worthless nobody nothing. Pretty much the entire show. He is basically just there. He has no discernible qualities other than he occasionally plays the flute. He is he is nothing. He is nothing. The one time he managed to sleep with an alien, he got a terrible, horrible disease that almost killed him. Oh jeez, poor dude. <laughs> he is terrible. There is an episode where the ship gets sort of spliced in half through different dimensions and one of the dimensional Harry Kims dies 
because he sucks and just gets sucked out of an air hole. And then the other dimension, Harry Kim, comes into that dimension to replace him. So Harry Kim sucks. That's my point here. Don't watch Voyager. It's bad. And yet, for the amount that he sucks, he would still, still somehow be a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler. What do you have next, right. Sam? I got, uh, I got, well, this one's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think I need to go in uh, into this one that much uh anyone wearing a brock osweiler jersey <laughs> there's probably one of them out there and, yeah. you know I, I i like i don't know who you are but listen man if you're if you're man or woman if you're if you are listening to the podcast you know shout out shout out to you uh you're probably a better quarterback than brock osweiler congratulations my next one is a three-legged cat with tuberculosis oh well buddy poor guy that Your cat shots. has a lot of motivation to live. Yeah, damn. Again, just like Nancy Kerrigan, it's come back from really difficult circumstances. Only having three legs. You'd think only having three legs would hinder you at quarterback, but this cat, it, well, and you, this cat would perform like Michael Jordan in the flu game. Uh huh. At least it, compared game. to Brock Osweiler. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I hear you. I like that. Uh, oh yeah, my next one, and this is—I promise this is the last Pokemon one, but I had to—I had to say this: uh, the actual football playing Pokemon that actually exists in real life—that is an actual thing that Pokemon did. It's called Passimian, and it is a football playing monkey man. You know what else would be a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler, Sam? What? The Samsung Galaxy Note Seven. Oh, that's the one that blows up on planes. It's got explosive capabilities. Oh, it would just em. blow past the competition. Got him. It's it's amazing. Have you have you seen the size of the Galaxy Note Seven? It is substantial it, it is, for a phone. It is pretty huge. It is pretty huge. It's got some size. Yeah, no, that's that's a good one. I I'm I appreciate that one. It's also like right now, I you can get great value. Like no, no one, no one wants it. So you probably you probably get, get it for about song. the same price you can get a Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, really? Maybe even less. Maybe. Uh, oh, okay. So, so the next one I have again, pretty self-explanatory. I'm not going to go into it. Uh, Joe Montana just yeah. would be a better. Just honestly, what I legendary quarterback, uh, arguably the greatest uh, in in the history of, of the sport. That makes perfect sense. I also have a legendary quarterback, uh, mm -hmm. Johnny Unitas, in the year of 2017. So oh, oh. we're talking current right. decomposing Johnny Unitas. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. What do you think he would just like? scare defenders off because of creepy mortality shit the graveyard where it would be would cause kind of a bump in the ground yeah where oh yeah fresh grave the gravestone would you can't really tackle a gravestone it's hard as a rock you know you, yeah, you just you just bounce off of it like it was yep. a howitzer and <laughs> it and it's johnny unitas like who cares Legend. if he's dead Legend. and mostly decomposed it's it's Johnny Unitas. If He's a better quarterback sort of, than Brock Osweiler. If there's any sort of ghostly skeleton things that are happening there, oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's done. 20, 20 Super Bowls for undead Johnny Unitas. Uh, my next one, a guy named Joe from Montana. <laughs> that was a good setup. Thank you. Uh, that was a good I, setup. I, I shouldn't have it. said anything between us because <laughs> that, was, that was a quality setup, but I feel like I ruined the joke. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Who you got? I have one third of anime. Uh, 
<laughs> just all <laughs> just all of it all anime i think about <laughs> one third of anime is all probably right. a better quarterback than brock osweiler yeah that's true that's true there's about 10 percent of anime that's actually good uh one one third of it is watchable and this is from someone i i do i do enjoy me some animes sometimes uh oh oh and now i'm gonna beat the joke to to death by the way uh so the the next uh one i have is a guy named joe from anywhere or <laughs> conversely anyone from montana I'm, I'm assuming that the joe montana gene is passed down that way uh because i don't know science or anything so i'm i'm just assuming that there's a little bit of uh like contact talent that you get either from being in montana or being named joe or going by joe joseph's probably need not apply unless you go by joe the next thing that is better a quarterback than brock osweiler is microsoft internet explorer oh that doesn't even exist anymore bud it doesn't it it's always existed for many years as the browser that you would open up to download better browsers yeah (laughs) so obviously if it was on the field you would just download a better quarterback than brock osweiler that's yep there there you go man nice i like that I like that. My, my next one is uh, your high school buddy who played in a ska band and you haven't seen him since college. Uh, I assume uh, I, I tend to assume he's doing good things with the, with uh, his or her life. You know, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him since. Uh, I haven't really bothered to look him up on Facebook. But, you know, they, they got decent grades there. I went and saw their ska band like once or twice. They were pretty good. So I assume he's pretty successful. He or pretty, she's pretty successful. Pretty good for ska. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen, man. Skies and skies and for everyone, but they they have fun up there, and uh, and that's that's all that matters. And I I think that that equates to success later in life. The next thing I have that would be a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Let's let's be real here. Jar Jar Binks is underrated. He's basically the McCown of the Star Wars prequels. And then he starts out, and he's oh just God. terrible. And then he oh just kind God. of slinks into the background and quietly has a pretty decent career. He ends up a senator. He ends up like a really big dude on Naboo. Like, he had a quietly good career after we all decided he sucked and hated him. Jar Jar he's, he's underrated from a career perspective. You're, yep, from a career perspective, you're not wrong. And if you subscribe to the, uh, secret sith lord uh theory uh that that i mean your argument is pretty much ironclad uh my next the next on my list i've got mario and all of his friends they uh, all of his friends all of yes every yes captain toad treasure tracker fucking yes and he can't even jump dude They've all, most, most, if not all of them have played sports. Uh, Mario has, none of them have played football before, but they, they have played rugby. Uh, Don't worry. I did my fucking research. I looked this up in, in the most recent Mario and Sonic at the Olympic games, they included rugby. So Mario and friends can, can do a rugby. Uh, listen, man, pick, pick anyone. And I can tell you specific reasons why. They would be a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler. Birdo, the fucking tailor made for it. He's just jammed the football up in there. He shoots eggs all day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She shoots eggs all day. And she, uh, Luigi and Mario. They, 
obviously, Waluigi, somehow taller than Brock Osweiler. You know who I think would be the best quarterback in the Mario universe? Lakitu. Oh, dude, that's kind of not fair, but you're you're not wrong. Yeah. The guy yes. who sits in a cloud and floats up above everything and then drops and throws, things. He would yeah. literally just fly up, go all the way down the field, and then just land or deposit the ball to someone in the end zone. Yeah, if if he wants if he wants passing yards, yeah, he would he would he would toss <laughs> it to someone else. So, well, he yes. couldn't. He, he wouldn't be able to do passing yards because. Once you're past the line of scrimmage, you're not allowed to throw it. So he'd have to go oh, into oh, the end true. zone and that's then true. kind of drop it backwards so that it counts as a fumble that is recovered. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's right. I didn't really think that through. You got you to keep football rules in mind here. Anyway, the next thing I have here is the Space Shuttle Challenger. Oh, ring. We, we talked about explosiveness with the Samsung Galaxy Note well. 7. But it let's be it, real takes it here. To a whole nother level. This takes yeah. it to the stratosphere. Really? Yes. Literally, Damn. the stratosphere. Well, did did it make it that far? <laughs> I think I think it made it to the stratosphere. It may have even okay. made it past the stratosphere. Oh man! All right. I, I feel it bad went deep, asking. man. It went deep. Not quite deep space deep. Not, not as deep as it could have gone. Is the Space Shuttle Challenger the Alex Smith deep throw of space shuttles? Oh, man. <laughs> it was a check down and it, and, and it shouldn't have been. That's what happens. That's why you shouldn't check down is a space shuttle will explode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Uh, next on my list, I have a, a an animated GIF of Cletus the football robot. Yay! I like Cletus. A lot of people yeah, hate you know, Cletus. Cle- I like yeah, Cletus. Yeah, Cletus is fun. Cletus is fun. I'm not talking about... Cletus the football robot, though. You're talking about an animated GIF. Yes, and not not just an animated GIF, but an animated GIF that someone's mom printed out from their computer. <laughs> thinking that that's the way it works. So it's like in, in the middle of him doing some sort of dance. And then you just put that piece of paper down and maybe, you know, someone when they're trying to, to tackle it gets a paper cut. And that's that's unpleasant. My next one is Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Oh, dude. Uh, that dude's got passion. Protect protect the rock. Hardcore. He's got passion. He's got yes, so sir. much passion. And when he's got the ball, he's invisible. So you know what? Oh, He'd be shit, impossible right. to tackle. Mm-hmm. Gollum mm-hmm. would be amazing. Uh, I've got Abe Vigoda, both the uh, dead actor and the punk band. I have the kid who gets eaten off the raft in Jaws. Oh, good. Good. He showed, he showed a real moxie to go out further into the water than anyone else. And, I mean, he took a hit for it, but you got to admire his determination. I mean, he had a career-ending injury, but you know what? I still I give him a lot of credit. So, some of the greats have had career-ending injuries, and that doesn't, that doesn't mean we, we remember them any less fondly or that they were any less talented in their prime. I have Air Bud next. Golden Receiver. Oh! Name of the actual movie. Um, Yeah. Ain't No Rule says dog can't play quarterback. Also, Ain't No Rule says dog can't play quarterback better than Brock Osweiler. This is going to make a ton of sense to everyone involved, but a predator from Predator. Okay. Can you imagine just being a wide receiver and you can tell that they're being targeted when the three little laser pointers Uh, show up on their chest and boom, the Predator. Yeah, I got you. I got you. The Predator would be an awesome quarterback. Uh, Next on my list, I have Hatsune Miku. Uh, And this one's going to take a bit of explaining. Is it in the one-third of anime? 
Uh, no. Well, kind of. No, not really. It's Hatsune Miku has an anime, but Hatsune Miku is not an anime character. Hatsune Miku is a computer program. It is a Vocaloid program that allows producers to easily uh, simulate human-sounding voices for use in primarily electronic music. So she has uh, a whole bunch of music that is that she is featured on, but she's not a person, right? She's a, she is a program, but she's gotten so popular uh, because the makers of the company wanted to put a face to this to this character and this voice uh, that she goes around and actually does live shows. She actually sold out a show uh, in Seattle. She so uh, in those shows. She appears as a hologram. And that's who I'm talking about will be a better uh, quarterback than Brock Osweiler is this spunky, young, blue-haired anime lady hologram. That's funny you say that because Mm -hmm. on my list, I actually have hologram Tupac. Oh, fucking really? (laughs) (laughs) Hologram Tupac would be a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler. Uh, All right. Yes. Yeah. Next, I have you. So you had your Star Trek one. Um, I'm doing Star Wars. Uh, and speaking of explosiveness, I'm going to I have the droid that blows up next to R2-T2 at the beginning of Star Wars A New Hope. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, obviously explosiveness in the pocket. Very quick, you know, out the gate. Right. Is the first first to make a move. Uh, didn't really wor- work out for him, but, you know, show some spunk. Tingle from the Legend of Zelda series. Oh, good. Good call. He has an excellent escape move. Some people get out of the pocket by slinking off to the left or right in a bootleg. Tingle would just inflate his balloon and go up to the top. Yep. And then he would map out the perfect wide receiver map. Yeah, but but he wouldn't wouldn't just give that map to his team, though, would he? No. He'd make them go on some amazing and uh, and hilarious Tingle would be an amazing holdout for a better contract. You, oh, want, you want a really good map? Well, <laughs> cut, you pay me even more millions of dollars, or there, I'm not going go. to give you my excellent offensive game plan. Dude, he, oh my god, can you imagine the, the, uh, the like, trading quest that you would have to do to get, to get Tingle on your team? You'd have to, you'd have to, first you'd have to, like, trade for Brock Osweiler, but then, but then you go to, like, uh, you go to Las Vegas and trade Brock Osweiler for like for Marshawn Lynch and then you got Marshawn Lynch but but you have to trade Marshawn Lynch what person would team. give you Marshawn Lynch for Brock Osweiler I, I'm just saying man I'm I'm going by Zelda logic people make, make terrible trades in in those quest lines in Zelda games no it would be like you'd go to like the forest area where the one guy is trying to build a bridge and he needs a long stick so <laughs> Brock Osweiler will do here's oh, Brock yeah, oh there you go smart Smart, and then and then he gives you some trinket that tingle. My my next on uh, the next uh, prospective quarterback on my list is uh, that five pound bag of cereal marshmallows that I showed you last week. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. It's better yeah. than Brock Osweiler. <laughs> the next thing I have on my list that is better than Brock Osweiler is Magikarp. Ooh, nice. The most useless of the Pokemon's. Yeah. They just released a song about it. Sam, what, what is the last item on your list? Your real dad. I know he left, uh, and I know that's hard. 
And I know that, you know, you uh, and your siblings and your mom were never really the same after that. But if you if you can remember, remember back, he, he was he was a very strong man uh, when he wasn't on the sauce for for all of for all of his faults. He did play catch with you that one time, uh, but he'd probably still be a better quarterback than than Brock Osweiler. So my last <laughs> thing that would be a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler and strap your learning caps in, folks, because you oh, might okay. not know about this, but the elephant's foot. Sam, do you know what the I, elephant's foot is? No, I, I, I'm i thinking about the elephant man right now. No. The elephant's foot is a name for something that was found in the ruins of Chernobyl. So oh, shit. when the Chernobyl nuclear meltdown happened, when the meltdown itself occurred, it melted like metal and all this sort of nuclear material melted and flowed down underneath where the reactor was and sort of formed like a giant goopy lava puddle underneath where the reactor was. And it wasn't found until many years later because you couldn't get close. It looks like an elephant's foot. It is referred to as the elephant's foot. It is a... Oh, holy crap. I'm looking at it. Wow. Incredibly toxic yes please look it up please look it up it's fascinating it's just this big gloopy blob of nuclear material that is so dangerous you you, if you are next to it for five minutes you're dead if you're next to it for two minutes you're going to probably get cancer and die very quickly there are people that photograph it and they're they all have to be in in suits it's literally like if you google image search it you have to damn this pile of radioactive waste would be a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler. Well, goddamn, I wouldn't want to get near it. Shoot. Basically, everyone on the team and probably in the stadium would be dead. So there's no nothing between you and the end zone. Elephant's foot wins. Sam, I would like to end this podcast with a very important note of someone who is actually not a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler. Oh, please, please. Brock Osweiler is a better quarterback than Mark Wahlberg. Oh, God. And oh, God. The worst part about that, dude, is Mark Wahlberg probably thinks he's a better quarterback than like half the starting quarterbacks in the league. Mark Wahlberg is the bottom 10th of anime. Well, okay. so hold on. Just just give me give me one second. I know we're I know we're over time and it, you know, you might have to, to cut some of this out, but you I'm searching for something that I need to show you. No, I can already tell you, I don't like where this is going from our segue here. No. Holy shit. I am very surprised. So I, I just, what I did, if you wanted to, if you are curious, is I uh, searched Mark Wahlberg anime. Nothing came up. Mark Wahlberg isn't good enough for anime. Mark Wahlberg is not worth anime. Just That really... Just, it really surprised me that there is no terrible fan, like anime deviant art of Mark Wahlberg. Please look up style. if there is a Mark Wahlberg the Hedgehog. Oh my God, deviantart.com. Have we have we told our listeners about the Hedgehog game? Yes, we. Yeah, did, we, right? yeah, we played it with Spilly. Oh my God! Oh my God, buddy! Oh, this it just gets better. It just gets better. It just gets better. Oh no! I I see the the file name. Just just open it. Buddy, you're killing me. Just open it. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to put a link to this in the description of the episode, but I hope you know that.
Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So to anyone who hasn't clicked, this is a lovingly rendered pencil sketch of Mark Wahlberg <laughs> holding Rainbow Dash from, from My, Little, My Pony. Little Pony. Someone just drew Wait. Mark Wahlberg holding, cuddling. Not not even cuddling, just kind of like casually holding. It gets, it goes deeper. Oh goes god, what are you doing, deeper. Sam? No, it goes deeper. What? What? This is an actual picture of Mark Someone Wahlberg t- holding uh, a Rainbow Dash plushie? How? What? So, so what, what David and I have both just realized And Michael Bay time. posted this? What? It was Michael, I didn't see that. Michael Bay I- posted it. This is a Michael Bay Instagram post of Mark Wahlberg holding a Rainbow Dash plushie. Do we need what to have, the do we fuck? need to have an emergency midweek, like, 15 to 20 minute podcast where we just dissect this and, and keep going down this fucking rabbit hole? Oh my god. Oh. So, 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 just so you know, I, I, I saw that image on DeviantArt. I thought it was funny. And I thought it was like, ha ha someone drew Mark Wahlberg holding a rainbow dash, and that's funny. And then you scroll down to the description, it says, based off of this picture, www.instagram.com slash whatever, and I click that, and... Fuck, dude. Oh, I still my... haven't searched for Mark oh. Wahlberg's hedgehog, though. Oh... Oh, I I feel like we should end it. No, on we, this. we definitely should. We definitely should. But this 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 one's just for me. Uh, uh, uh. Sam, he doesn't oh, exist. My, he doesn't yeah. exist. Just so Sam, you know. yeah. Sam, you can follow me. You can follow me at <laughs> at uh, Sam Grzezes on Twitter. S a m g r e s z e s e s e s. I'm on Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. And I'm on Twitch also at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. You can find me on Yard Barker and Rose Chicago. You can find me on Twitter at JawPlayDave, on Facebook at the Play Comic, on Patreon, and of course on the JawPlay.com. Listeners, please send us ideas for further rankings, um, your personal Janet Jackson boob moment, yes. and anything that you think is better at quarterback than Brock Osweiler. We'll read the best ones next week. Yeah, let's do it. Have a good one, everybody.